she has a past and a story. She's been through a lot and has a lot to say. She is tired of being in a cage. She notices the doors open and is finally ready to break free. Join me, Karina Garcia, as I share the different things that may hold you captive to an enslaved mindset where you were really never meant to stay and you were really never meant to be in. Life is hard. Choices do have consequences, both good and bad. But love is real, and it's true. Jesus Christ always provides a way out. Hola, and welcome to the She Breaks Free and She Believes podcast. I'm your host, Karina Garcia. Does it bother you when you're driving and it seems that other drivers are not considerate or basically don't know how to drive? Do you get annoyed when you contact customer service and they do not provide you with the necessary service? Have you ever wondered if your expectations for everyone else are too high? In today's episode, we will discover more about unmet expectations and why it's important that we realize that the only one who will meet expectations is God, but they may not always look like we expect them to. Okay, so let's talk about unmet expectations. So when you're driving around, it happened to me the other day. I was driving around and I was at a stop sign. I was about to take a left and I had to stop and the other people had the right of way. So I'm seeing a car to my left. It's pretty close, so I'm going to wait my turn. There's nobody on my right hand side. But then I wait for them to go straight or I think they're going straight, yet they turn right. My thought directly went, well, thanks for your signal light. If I would have seen your signal light, I would have known you were turning right. I could have turned at any point. And I kept driving. And it frustrated me just a little bit. Then I had to make a phone call. And this people that know me know that one of my biggest pet peeves is when you contact any type of customer service and they respond after they hear your need with, oh, I'm so sorry, but the person who does that is not here today. Or the person who does that just left. Or the person who does that's not available. My thought directly goes to there's only one person in your entire company that knows how to do that. So what happens if that person quits? Or what happens if that person is no longer there? Or, you know, it goes there. And mind you, the reason why it does that is because I worked for customer service, in customer service for a bank for several years. And I never personally felt comfortable telling people the person who does that isn't here If that was the case, I would always try to help or provide as much information as I knew. Then I would say, you know what? I will need to look further into this. Can I call you back or can I um, can I send you a message with an answer within 24 to 48 hours or whatever it was? But I never felt like it was okay to say the person who does that isn't here. So that is one of my biggest pet peeves that I've learned through the grace of God to provide more grace to people. Because I also remember sitting in that chair with that computer and the phone, you don't always have the answers to everything. And typically by the time a person contacts customer service, they're already frustrated. They're frustrated because either something they wanted to watch isn't working or their bank account doesn't look right or whatever it may be is not meeting their personal expectations. Therefore, they're calling you because you're the person on the other side of the phone who works for the company that they're upset with. You have to fix it. And if it's beyond your authority to fix it or it's beyond your expertise to fix it and you respond with an I don't know or I can't or whatever it may be that doesn't meet the expectation that they have 
of you fixing their problem, you've just added more fuel to the fire of their frustration. Or the other one that comes to mind is lack of common sense. That's something I hear frequently. It's just they don't have common sense. It's because they don't have common sense. It's because they don't have common sense. They don't see it. It's just so easy. It's so basic. They should already know. But common sense according to who? The the sense that is common to me is common to me because that's what I've lived, experienced, or know. I've learned it or I've grown to understand it. I've had trial and error. I've made mistakes and I've learned from it. But common sense cannot be seen as the same across the board. I mean, if you look at your friends, you may have two friends that are similar, but you give them a topic and they may have a different perspective. It doesn't mean they lack common sense. It just means that they don't see it the way you see it. So there's a difference in perspective. And that's something that also comes alongside with expectations that we set or something that I think most moms or women get made fun of wanting others to read your mind or just know, you know, for example, I could say, um, I've had a long week, you know, I'm so tired and I just wish, um, the kids would help me more or the kids would know that, you know, I have to do a, B and C. And if they help me with this, that would alleviate me so much pressure or, you know, just them jumping in to help wherever there's a need. But if I don't voice that again, it's not common sense to them even though they may know, oh, we're supposed to keep the house clean or we're supposed to take care of what we have, that's not the first thought in their mind. That's not their first priority. And at the moment, I may be consumed by it because I've been home and I've been doing things around the house and it consumes me so it becomes my priority. So my expectation is everyone around me should also make it their priority. But that's not how it works. At least not if we don't say anything. I mean, if I were to tell my kids, Hey, you know what, guys, there's a lot that has to get done today. I really could use your help. Would you please help me? Whenever I've done that, they may gripe and complain, but they'll do it. And then within that, I'll start to see changes in them where they're like, hey, mom, did you need help with anything else? Hey, mom, I can help you with this. Or they'll just jump in because now they know that there's a need and now they're paying more attention to it. So it's not so so secondary or it's not in the back of their mind or it's not, you know, left to where, oh, that's just a mom thing. Now, I'm not saying that that's what people think, but if you're caught in the moment, again, your perspective is on what you're seeing, what you're prioritizing, what your personal expectations are. This is our house. The family should help. Everybody should carry their weight. Everybody should help around the house. They do. But if you don't break it down for some, some people may need to fully understand, okay, what do you need me to do exactly? And that's okay. And and getting frustrated and saying, well, you know what? No, um, by the time I explain it to you and show you, it's just faster if I do it. You're not really helping anybody because at the same time, you're not allowing them to learn how to help, them to learn how to do something new, them to learn that they can do something that maybe they never thought they could, and you to catch a break because now they know how. So now when they see you doing that, they can be like, oh, I can help you with that. You taught me how. So being okay with remembering that people can read our mind or how many times has it happened to you? If you plan a family trip and if you're like partially my husband and very little like me, I'm more go with the flow, but my husband likes to know what we're doing when we're doing it. He's flexible with it. If, if we need to be flexible, like he won't be stern that no, we have to go here, here and here because that's what we plan on the itinerary. But he wants to have a general idea that we 
know what we're doing and not just flying by the seat of the pants 100% of the time because that could mean we just want to sleep in all day and we're on vacation, right? Or other people do have an itinerary that they want to follow because they've done their research, they've looked into it, and for them it's important that their family has those once-in-a-lifetime experiences. But again, if you make a plan, you know the plan, you marry the plan, but you don't share the plan, is anybody else going to know what the plan is? They won't. And then you, again, become frustrated or angry or disappointed because... They just don't understand you. They don't know the work you put into it. They don't know what you were hoping to see. They don't know the family photos you had already seen in your head by the beach with the clear water or scuba diving or whatever it was. They just don't get it. And again, you're so frustrated, you don't want to explain it. How many times do you have expectations for others that you want them to meet because you're, you feel like your personal needs need to be met? Until you're satisfied, then okay, they're on the right track. There's got to be a rhythm to that. You have to understand that you can't expect others to fully just know because they're your family or because they've seen it before, or because you've talked about it once or twice or 20 times. Again, not everybody thinks like we do. Not everybody's in our head. So giving us the opportunity to express what we're thinking is important for others to know. So another question I have for you. We've talked about unmet expectations and different scenarios, examples, but a question I have for you is when people don't meet expectations you have, does that steal your joy? Does that cause additional frustration that can lead to anger? Does that cause bitterness within you? Resentment? Does that cause you to feel unloved, unseen, unheard, invisible? Does that make you feel like Either you're disappointing them for not fulfilling the needs that you thought you should, or they're disappointing you because they're not supporting you. See, it can be real easy for us to allow things to steal our joy, especially when we consider expectations that we place upon people. Because if we think about it, we're all human beings we're all frail, we're all going to make mistakes, none of us are perfect, we're all still learning. And if we think that others are going to learn just because of what we experience and it overflows to them, that's not going to happen. I mean, somebody might know something you've been through and they sympathize, they empathize with you, that makes their heart, you know, either smile or hurt for you. But that doesn't mean they can fully relate to what you've gone through, what you've been through, because they're not you. You could have multiple people go through the same situation and at the end they all have a different perspective. So let's think of a roller coaster ride. You're all going to get on a roller coaster ride. It's you and four friends and you're so excited and you're talking about oh my gosh based on what I saw that loop and that oh my gosh and you're going to fly and it's so fast and all the things right. Each of you is going to have a different expectation of that ride before you ride it. Then you all get on then you all go on the ride, then you all get off the ride, and now you share your perspective of the ride. But if I were to take you with me and I said, all of you are going to be scared during the first loop, during the second loop, you're going to laugh, and during the third loop, you're going to be like, I want to do this again. And if we go through the ride, we get down, and I ask them, what did you think? And they all gave me different answers. I can't get frustrated because their answers don't match mine because we all experience the ride differently. And that's okay. 
the biggest thing we have to remember is we have to be okay to reflect on what are our expectations and why are they there? Do I expect my husband to understand what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking just because I'm being distant or just because I'm mad or just because I didn't do this or I didn't do that or I didn't share this or I didn't share that? That's only going to go so far. I mean, after a while, your husband may understand, okay, she's being distant or okay, she's mad at me. I must have done something or not said something. Or So he's going to try to go through his mind and go through the Rolodex of the past couple of days or hours to see where did he make a mistake and try to see if he can come back and apologize for that mistake. Yet, maybe it had nothing to do with that. Or your kids, you know, watching you and thinking, okay, mom's, you know, not looking like herself today. She seems a little off. What's going on? Is she sad? What happened? Oh my gosh, did I do something? Again, we have to realize that everything we do has a ripple effect. Even when we're just sitting there pondering, processing, thinking about whatever it may be that our day's going through or we're feeling or we're experiencing, we have to be okay to share with those that love us that, hey, I'm okay. I'm just processing through something or I'm just really thinking about something and I don't need advice on it right now. I just need time to think about it. And that's okay. People know if we need space, they'll give us a space. But if you don't say that, then people may just want to get closer to you to try to help you. And then you can become frustrated. So remember, it's important that the expectations we set, we reflect on those. If we feel disappointed because they're unmet, we have to consider why. Why are we disappointed? Why were they quote unquote unmet? And if nothing else, never forget Don't let anything or anybody ever steal your joy, ever steal your peace, ever steal the strength that you've grown in or the progress you're making in your journey in life or healing. Don't let anybody take any of that from you. Don't give anybody that power over you. And when you're struggling, when you're having a difficult time in understanding, okay, fine, what can I do to get out of this frustration or or this anger, or this disappointment? I reflected and I get it. It was on me. Okay, now what? My biggest recommendation or encouragement to you is going to be consider Galatians 5. In Galatians 5, Paul writes about the fruit of the Spirit. We know it as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you feel frustrated, angry, disappointed, bitter, mad, like you're not in peace, like you don't have joy, if you feel like you have anything but the fruit of the Spirit, you don't feel love, you don't feel joy, you don't feel peace, you don't feel patience, I know that's a hard one, you don't feel kindness, you don't feel goodness, you don't feel faithfulness, you don't feel gentleness, and you certainly don't feel self-control, then let's take a pause. Let's reflect what's going on. What did you do to allow any of that fruit to get away from you? Because the fruit of the Spirit is to live within you and to be shared through you for other people. So when you're experiencing that sense of, oh, they just don't get me. Okay, who doesn't get you and why? Reflect, really think about it. They just don't get me. Okay, did you let them know what was going on? Well, no, I didn't, but they should have seen me. I mean, I really threw my purse on the, on the counter because I was mad, my keys. and That just showed them you were mad. But that didn't tell them, hey, guys, I had a, such a hard day at work today. I really don't feel like making dinner, but if y'all help me, let's make it together. What's wrong with lifting a white flag and saying, hey, today wasn't so great, but we can still make the best of it. Y'all want to help? If you don't do that for them, do our kids know they can do that with us? 
Do our kids know it's a safe place to come and say, hey, mom, today just wasn't a good day. My daughter and I laugh because she was talking to me about something that was going on at school a couple of weeks ago. And as she's finishing, I'm like, well, babe, maybe you should have done this or maybe you should have considered this. And she looks at me, she's like, no, mom, I just, and she didn't know what to say. I said, oh, okay, I think I get it. I said, I did this with daddy once because, you know, as my amazing husband, he wants to fix whatever it is that's going on because he doesn't want to see me down or sad or whatever it may be. So I remember I had read this somewhere online and it said uh, that the person told their, I think it was their spouse or their kids, if you want advice, let me know you're going to tell me something because you want my advice. And if you don't, let me know you don't need my advice. You just want me to hear you out. So I started doing that with him. Hey, babe. I heard this. I saw this. I want to try it. He's like, okay. So I was like, hey, I'm okay. I'm going to share with you something that happened at work today, but I don't need you to try to fix it. I just want you to hear me out. And he was like, okay. So I shared what was going on. And then he heard me. He's like, wow, babe. And how did that make you feel? Like what, what was going on? What, we, what do you think could have happened? Okay. And he just allowed me to process out loud instead of just internalizing and processing it internally and trying to get out of my own head. As I spoke it out loud, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but as I spoke it out loud, things made sense. Things resonated. Things that didn't make sense were like, oh, I don't need to worry about that. And I was like, thank you. It wasn't gossip fest. It wasn't a venting session. It was just, I needed to process out loud what had happened through the day. And I needed somebody to be there to hear me out. And he did. And there are times when I do that and I'm like, okay, now I'm curious. What do you think I should have done different? He's like, okay. And he'll share his perspective. And for the most part, 90% of the time, his perspective is very valid because it's a different side of what I don't see. And I appreciate that from him. I mean, I do it right away. It may take my life coach telling me the same thing. And when she says it, it seems to resonate a little bit more. So I'll do that. Not because I'm dishonoring him, but because when he said it, I didn't think he fully grasped what I was trying to say, or maybe it wasn't the right time and I wasn't receptive. And when she said it, I was because I brought it up to her as I need your help figuring this out. So I was already open and receptive to the solution. So that's that's what I do with my daughter. I said, OK, baby girl, if you want me to just listen, then let me know. Mommy, I just want you to listen. I don't need advice or I don't want you to try to fix it. And she's like, OK. So we started doing that. And I joke around with her because there's a phrase that she tells me to say. Oh, I forget it now. I'm thinking about it. I think it's oh, I can't believe that happened or something like that. So when she's talking to me and um, I'm like, no advice. She's like, no, I'm like, okay. And she's telling me and she's done. I'm like, wait, was I, was I supposed to say? She says, mom, you're supposed to say, oh, I can't believe that happened. I'm like, okay, I can't believe that happened, babe. And she just laughs and I just laugh and she feels better. Was it a venting session? No, it was just, again, external processing of what she's been trying to internalize. And now she knows I'm like a home base. I'm a place she can come to and talk to. But like I told her. If there's ever any point in what you're telling me that I feel that there's a need that I have to step in and guide you, I will. And I won't apologize for it because as your mom, that's what I'm going to do. I'm always going to be your mom because I'm your mom. And so if I see that there's something that you're not considering or a perspective you're not taking, I may share that with you, but I'm not going to try to shove it down her throat or try to talk at her. I want to come alongside her and let her know I hear her. I see her. Her feelings are valid. I understand what she's going through from the perspective of I, I heard what she said. I may not be able to understand what she felt because I'm not her. But then I can try to give her guidance if guidance is necessary. So again, 
Look at your expectations. Look how high you're setting them and why. Our expectations should be set very high for our faith. Because you know who's the only one that will ever meet our expectations? No one. But God. God will always and forever surpass our expectations as he shares with us how his will and his plans are greater for our lives than our own. So again, set your expectations for your faith high. Set high expectations for your love, for your life according to his will. But when people fail you, because we will, I mean, we are human, like I said, we make mistakes, do not let anything steal your joy. Remember, ask, seek, knock, and he will answer, he will show you, and he will open doors that no man can close. So, choose to focus on living in the fruit of the Spirit. And when a person or you do not meet your personal expectations, reflect on whether they are realistic Are they to fulfill your personal desires or are they aligned to the will of God? Are people working on it? If they are, then give them some grace. I mean, remember where you were when you were that age or when you were starting that job or when you were just getting things going. You didn't know how everything functioned. We still don't know. Don't forget to share grace with others and especially with yourself. And over everything, let love lead and be okay with raising that white flag, with saying, hey, this is what's going on. Don't bottle it all in. Don't implode or explode. Because those that love you truly want to help you. And they care for you. But they cannot read your mind no matter how hard you want them to. No matter how many indirect things you've said. No matter how passive aggressive you may become, which is not healthy. Try to be as honest as you can and authentic. Don't word vomit. Take your time and reflect on what you're going to say and why you need to say it who the people you're speaking to. I mean, if they're your kids, they're not going to fully understand. So you don't necessarily need to tell them everything. But you may say, hey, buddy, you know what? If you help me today, we'll finish faster and you'll get an extra sticker. Because mama needs some help today. Okay, mommy, I'll help you. That's showing them it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to say you need help. Even mamas need help. So today, remember, set high expectations for your faith and your love. Lead with grace and kindness, and don't let anything or anyone ever steal your joy. Are you ready? Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of She Breaks Free and She Believes podcast. I truly hope that you're able to begin to break free from lies, misconceptions, doubt, unbelief, and anything else that keeps you from living this one life to the fullest according to what God has placed in your heart and woven you in your mother's womb to do. I pray that his love abides in you and that you never forget that his joy is your strength and that you have purpose and are here with intention. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay updated with the latest episodes. And if you choose to connect further with me, head to connect.2 forward slash Karina Garcia. That's K-O-N-E-C-T dot T-O forward slash K-A-R-I-N-A-G-A-R-C-I-A. God bless you.